Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. So if you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. Today, I want to talk to you about how do you choose the right person as a life partner. And no, this is not going to be an episode just for single people. If you're married, this is a good one for you to listen to as well. So how do you choose the right person? This is sort of a trick question because the answer is you have to choose yourself. So many people go out there looking for the right one, the right partner. And what they forget is if they are true to themselves and are honoring themselves and loving themselves like they truly deserve to be loved, the right person will find them. And I am here as a believer to tell you that this can happen. And I'm one of those people who has tried everything from online dating to going out to bars to whatever to try to find someone. And the message that keeps coming through so loudly and clearly for me from my guides, from the universe, is you don't have to do that. I mean, obviously... You do need to get out there now and then, but you don't have to try so hard. If you work on your energy and your own self-love and self-esteem, the right person is going to be attracted to you because we all have soulmates who are designated to be in our lives for a purpose. And if you haven't found yours yet, There are a lot of things that could be in play. Timing is the biggest thing. We are so impatient. We want everything yesterday. And the universe says it's all about divine timing. And it is. Because if there are qualities that you want in a person, then you have to have a person who has gone through the learning and growth process themselves. Because if they haven't, you're going to get this person and it may not work out because you may have met them too soon. The timing wasn't right. That happens a lot. And we know that when you already meet somebody and then there's a lot of baggage from the relationship, it's hard to rebuild. It's not impossible, but it's hard. So if you're trying to rush things and you're trying to say, I want this in my time and I'm guilty of this. I'm very guilty of this. I want to know what's going on. Why isn't this happening? And I've had to learn to just shut up, take a breath, take a step back and to trust that the universe is orchestrating everything. And then it's working out perfectly and in divine timing. Because what I know is that if someone is not ready for you, it can be disastrous. I will talk about the last relationship I was in, because I think it's a perfect example. Right before I met this person, I kept praying every night, please send me my perfect romantic soulmate. We're going to be so attracted to each other. It's going to be perfect. And you know, I did everything that everybody always does. I wrote a letter. I did all of these things. And I ended up, I got on Tinder, the dating site, met a few frogs, But I met a few nice people who didn't end up, you know, becoming anything more than just friends. But then this person 
he asked if I wanted to go for drinks. I was like, oh, fine. And I really wasn't into it. I was so done with this whole process at this point. I was like, oh, this is relentless. I hate this. But all right, fine. And he even made the comment later. He's like, I don't even think you really wanted to go. I'm like, no, I didn't. So my energy was already that of like repelling him, which is now I feel bad for. But it worked out. We met and hit it off. And it was somebody that I could talk to for hours. It was more like a friend kind of thing at first and turned into something much deeper. But this person was not even divorced yet. And I didn't know that until, you know, at the end of the first date after you've already been like, oh, I really like this person. And then he said that and I was like, oh, no. Like, why? I really should just end this now because it's going to probably lead to heartbreak. And that was my intuition. And I said no and I ignored it. (laughs) So I continued to date this person anyway. And for... A good six months, it was a great relationship, but he wasn't ready because he hadn't done the healing and I hadn't even done the healing that I needed to do. I can't say it was totally him. It was me too. He brought out in me the shadow side of myself, my fear of rejection. And I even just had this, you know, the same thing. I know this is what I need to work on because someone else just recently also brought this out in me again, this whole fear of being rejected. And there are many of us who have this deep feeling, the deeply rooted feeling of being rejected. And from for many of us, it comes from our parents and how we were raised. If you were from a divorced home, and I'm not saying everyone that comes from a divorced home feels rejected, But you can feel rejected by your parents, even if you grew up with two parents who were married together. Sometimes when we see our parents feel overwhelmed by life, and let's face it, who doesn't feel overwhelmed by life? It's stressful. And as an adult, I totally understand it. But my child brain did not understand that. And I took it as, I'm a burden. I'm a burden to them because... They're struggling financially, having to provide for us. Uh, You know how kids are. It's like you always want to be entertained and you're like, can we go do this? Can we go do that? And they say no. And um, I remember my mom like coming home and taking naps on Sunday afternoon. And we wanted to go to my grandma's because my cousins would be there and we could go play. So we'd always be like, get up, get up. It's time to go to grandma's. It's time to go to grandma's and try to wake her up. And I feel bad now because I know she was probably exhausted and needed those naps Um, But I felt like at the time, too, that it was like, okay, this is tiresome, it's exhausting, it's burdensome, and she never said that. But you pick up on those things. You pick up on people's energy, especially if you're an empath, and I didn't know I was an empath as a child, but I guess I was, so I could pick up on the fact that that was how she was feeling, was burdened and overwhelmed. And I'll be honest, I've done that to my own children, and I feel bad for that. Because whether you state it or don't state it implicitly, your children pick up on that. And it's not anyone's fault. It's just life. We get so stressed out. And when you're not in that mindset that you need to be positive and that you need to see the beauty in things and you need to enjoy things while they're there, 
you can have a tendency to just go straight to the negative and be like, I hate my life. This is so exhausting. I'm so stressed out. I just need a break. You know how many times in my life I just said, I want to just go away. I just want to disappear. I want to drive somewhere and never come back or at least be gone long enough that I feel better. And that's not going to help anything and it's not going to save anything, but that's natural. It's our fight or flight response in our system. You know, our body says, you need to get away from this. It's stressful. But you can't get away from life. We just have to learn how to better handle it and make sure that we're emotionally balanced. And in this one relationship that I was in, this person actually told me that I was a burden to them. You know, he said, it's, you're too much. And I'm here to tell you, for all of you, that you're not ever too much or this is what I get a lot too is, well, you're intimidating because you um, are a single mom and you've done it on your own and you have this and you have that. And that's just a load of bull. I'm here to tell you that. Okay. It's, it's a load of bull. If someone is intimidated by you, then it's because they're not secure enough in themselves. And I'm just here to tell you that because I used to hear that all the time. And I always thought that that was just so dumb. And it is dumb. The right person's not going to be intimidated by you. But I think a lot of people are going around looking for someone. And what they're neglecting is that you have to be okay with you first. You have to love yourself fully, deeply, and completely first. And I see people, and I'm not naming anyone. It's not anyone, obviously, that anyone here. But just in life. On Facebook, I see people who go from person to person to person. It's like they can't be alone. And there's a difference there. I mean, I even see that sometimes in my own mom in that she's busy all the time. She keeps herself busy. She's retired and she subs over and over again. And I'm like, why do you do this? Like, I would be living the life. I would be going out and finding things to do that I enjoy. You know, I would be finding hobbies that I could get into, like, I don't know, I'd be traveling and there I would not be working. I would not be working unless I had to. And I know it's just that when you're alone and you're in the silence and you're with yourself, then you have to deal with the feelings that come up when you're with yourself. And if you don't feel good about yourself, that's going to be a very scary thing and that's going to be an unpleasant thing. So you have to stay busy to avoid the thoughts, to avoid the anxiety, to avoid all of the things that you don't want to deal with, the things you don't want to heal. And the problem with that is you can run all you want. It's going to catch up to you. And if it's not in this life, let's say that you manage to keep yourself busy until you die. You still have to learn your lessons. You still have to deal with this. And it's going to happen in your next incarnation. So why not heal the stuff now? And when you heal it, you're just going to be so much better. You're going to feel better and your energy is going to be so much higher. You're going to feel more energized and you're going to attract the right person for you because it's our energy that attracts people, not our physical appearance. That is just a belief. Yeah, physical appearances do play a part. You do have to be attracted. But you can be attracted to someone's soul before you even really see their physical bodies. 
because it's our energy, it's the essence of us that people are attracted to. You can meet someone who's drop-dead gorgeous, and if they have no personality, you're going to be like, eh, I want to waste my time. Because it's not the, the appearance, it's not their physical face that you're attracted to. That's the first thing you notice, but it's getting to know that person. It's their soul that you become attracted to. And when that is repellent to you, doesn't matter how gorgeous they might be, you're not going to want to stay with somebody like that. So it's important that you fix what's missing from the inner you. And for most of us, it's our sense of self-worth. It's our self-love. We don't love ourselves because somewhere we were told we weren't good enough. And it may not have been directly because people will say to me when I work with them, they'll say to me all the time, I don't understand why I don't love myself or why I have low self-esteem because no one ever said I wasn't good enough. No one has to come outright and say it. It's how you were treated as a child or growing up. It's what you picked up on, especially so many people who listen to me are empaths. You know, you really do feel the energy of those you deal with. So when someone says something to you, they may say one thing, but their energy says something different. You pick up on that. So even if your parents are like, oh, I love you. This is the best thing ever. When you feel that they're exhausted, they're drained, they're stressed, and it's because of the day-to-day things they have to do for you, you may have taken that on as, oh my gosh, like I'm the problem. And that's not the case. I mean, even my son said to me, I'm so sorry I'm a burden to you just recently. And I was like, what? Like, no, that's not the case. But I understand why he felt that way. And it's our jobs with our own children to show them, not just tell them, but show them, look, you're not a burden. You're the best thing. It's not easy. You can be honest with them. You know, I've said that to my kids. It isn't easy. And you didn't come with an instruction manual, but I'm trying. And I would not trade this for anything because you're awesome. But yeah, there are days that I don't feel well and it's not your fault. Just talk to them. Be honest with them. They'll appreciate that because Lord knows being the type of person that I used to be where I was very much passive, I would just get frustrated and they would just know like, oh, it's our fault. And that wasn't it at all. And I should have been the type of person to stand up and say, this is what I'm going through and it doesn't have anything to do with you. So if you've picked up on things from other people that you feel like people treat you like you're a burden or you don't matter, whatever. Or maybe they actually even said that to you. But you know what? Here's the thing. It doesn't matter what people thought of you growing up. What matters is what you think of yourself now. And you need to work on loving yourself because I'm here to tell you no matter what you've done in your life or who you are or who you've become, the divine, God, source, whatever you want to call your higher power loves you so deeply and unconditionally loves you absolutely adores you 
and does not for one second want you to be unhappy or to live your life alone. We live alone through our own actions sometimes because we push people away. It's a defense mechanism. We say, I don't need, I don't need that person. I don't need this. But the truth is we do need people. We do need connections. That's why we're here. We're here to learn about love and to teach love. And you can't do that by yourself. But you do have to start with yourself. You have to love who you are and who you've become. And I'm here to tell you that so many people who've done my program, it was called A Purposeful Pilgrimage, and I changed the name to um, Love Your Life. And people have told me, that's one of the things they said, and that's why I wanted to change the title of the program, is they said, I can't believe how much I'm loving my life right now. Thank you. And I, that is exactly why I created this program. I want people to wake up every day and say, I love my life. And you know what? It doesn't mean you're never going to have bad days, guys. I still have bad days. And I also have people in my life that I go to when I have those bad days and they kind of they kick my rear end and feed my own advice back to me and also some better new advice and then I realize that they're right and I do what I need to do to feel better and I move on. I do a tapping or a meditation or just sit there and breathe and know that I am just having a human moment and this is not a moment that defines my life. It's a moment that I just need to have, acknowledge and let go and replace. Remember, I posted something the other day that if you're having a bad thought, you have every chance to change your thought, to choose different. You don't have to hold on to that negative thought and keep going with it for the rest of the day. You can have that thought pop into your head. You can acknowledge it and say, okay, this is not my thought anymore. I'm letting it go. I'm choosing to change it to something better. And that is your choice to do. And you should definitely do that. Because what is sitting there and having a bad thought and feeling bad about yourself going to do for you? Nothing. It doesn't do anything positive for you. Why do you feel like you need to hold the space for that thought? You don't. Let it go. Replace it and hold space for more positive thoughts. Take mantras with you throughout your day to help you focus on the positive and the good in your life. Because when you do, the positive and the good comes into your life. I am living proof of this. You know... I've talked about this a lot because I am trying to share with you what I'm going through so that when things pick up and get better, you can say, oh my gosh, it works, because it does. As you know, having seniors who are twins is expensive, and then having to pay for counseling on top of that is expensive, and so things have just been really expensive lately, and it's an adjustment for me, and all week I've just been saying to my team, mantras all week of money flows to me easily. I'm a money magnet in also letting go of the worry part of it and not the fear and saying it's, you know, it's all going to work out perfectly. And I've been doing those mantras and things have been showing up for me. Like every day something has happened where more money has come in and it's been amazing. And I haven't had to work harder to do it. I just had to change my mindset. 
And that can happen for you too. And the same thing with love, that can happen for you too. You let go of the fear and the worry. And you start telling yourself, I'm worthy and deserving of a loving partner. My perfect romantic soulmate is on his way to me or on her way to me. I am open to giving and receiving love. I am going to find a partner who will give and take equally. Whatever it is that you're looking for, create a mantra for that. There are lots of mantras out there that you can find on Pinterest, but create your own. Nobody says you have to stick with the script. If you don't see any that you think work for you, create your own. In a couple of the cards from my new deck, Divine Whispers, there are a couple that are based on love. And in fact, I'm considering creating an entire deck just based on the topic of love. And I will see what happens with that. But with this deck, those cards come with mantras and they come with prayers to help you heal yourself because it's not just about saying, okay, I want love. It's not about that. It's about healing those things that you know you need to fix. For me, the fear of rejection and abandonment, I had to heal that. And when this trigger came up recently, I had to say, okay, I understand this was a lesson. How am I going to handle this? Okay. Thank you for showing me that I will be okay. That I'm taken care of. That it doesn't matter who abandons me or rejects me in this lifetime. Because I have myself. I have my spiritual team and they never abandon me. I have my family. They never abandon me. So it doesn't matter if one or two people in my life said, you know what, you're too much. That's okay. That was God saying, eh, we have something better. And I believe that. I absolutely believe that. We have something that's going to be perfect for your situation. Not that there's anything wrong with those people. It's not about that. It's about, this is what works best for you. We have someone who fits best into your life, with you, with where you are, who's a vibrational match. And that's what it's all about. And being able to say, I'm okay no matter what happens. And the reason I can say, because a few months ago, I wouldn't have been able to say that. I would have been like, I'm devastated. I have to go through my mourning period. Because I didn't understand what this was all about. Yes, it hurts when you go through a breakup. And I understand that. And yes, you need to take your time to mourn. But you also need to say, what was this about? What was this relationship teaching me? Because everything is a lesson. Everything is a lesson. And what I realized with this last time was that it taught me I need to stand up for myself, to know my worth. 
I don't beg anyone because I don't have to. And I'm not saying that to be conceited. I'm saying you don't have to beg the right person. If you love yourself, you don't need to beg people because that's like saying, but don't you see my worth? If they don't see it, let them go. What's important is that you see your worth and that you understand your worth. Sometimes people won't understand your worth because they're too selfish. They're too busy trying to make themselves feel better because they don't feel good about themselves. So they have to get it where they can. And people like that are never going to see your worth because they're too busy trying to fill their own cup and they can't give to anyone else because it's me, me, it's all about me. I have to feel better. I need to feel better. I need someone to tell me I'm pretty. I need someone to tell me that I'm hot. I've got to do this. I've got to, I need attention. I need someone to cater to me because I don't feel good about myself. And so when you see sometimes people jumping from relationship to relationship, that's what I think. It's like the people need validation from someone else. But the truth is the validation has to come from you. You have to be able to validate yourself. And that's why when people say to me, like, how can you be single for so long? It's because I know my worth and I am not about to mess with anyone else who doesn't see it. I'm not. I won't waste my time with people who, number one, are not a vibrational match. You know, I have people all the time who will try to <clears throat> text me and and come back and be like, hey, you know, how you doing? And we need to go out. And what they don't understand is I watch what they post on Facebook. I watch how they are with people. And when it's negative and it's, it's all this oh, garbage... I don't want that because I know people who are posting things like that are not a vibrational match. Because if you have to go there, if you have to go to that place where you have to be negative and you have to, like, no, that's, you haven't healed. I want someone who's healed. Because I have done a tremendous amount of work on myself and I'm not about to go to somebody who hasn't done the same. It isn't fair. It's not fair for me to be with somebody who hasn't done the work on themselves. Because you know what will happen. You're going to get in the same pattern of behavior. You're repeating the same behavioral cycles when you allow people into your life that you know are not really good. When you look beyond things that are red flags, when you say, oh gosh, I don't like that. Um, But oh well, okay, I can probably change that. You can't change someone People can change if they want to, but they have to want to do it themselves. And you can't bully anyone into changing, tell someone they have to change. They have to want it. If they don't want to change, you can try to make them all you want. It's not going to do anything positive because they're not going to take it seriously. They have to identify that they have a need to change first before changing will ever do anything. If they don't see it in themselves, you telling them isn't going to make them see it. That's why so many people have to hit rock bottom before they can start climbing their way back out of it. It's just the way it is because they have to see for themselves that they need the help, that they need to change. So it's you not what I 
What I want to say is when you see the red flags and you don't do anything about it, you are not honoring your own soul because you don't deserve to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't see your worth, who doesn't respect you enough to change behavior that you don't like. But if they don't see the need, you can't do anything about that. But you can walk away and you can respect yourself enough to say, I'm not putting up with this. And I've had to do that in other relationships. You know, I've had to say, you know, I've gone out on two dates with someone and that was enough for me to say, I'm not wasting my time with this because I already see this, 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 and this. And I don't like that and I'm not putting up with that. And some people will say, well, you're too picky and you're so picky, you're never going to find anybody. Well, that's not true, first of all. And it's not picky, it's knowing my worth. And I will find the person because I already know that person is on their way to me. I already know it. And the way I can speed up the process is by healing and working on myself. So if you have struggles with loving yourself, seeing yourself worth, you need to work on that. So how can you do that? There are a lot of ways you can do that. You know, a lot of people want to get advice and they always want to get things for free. And I understand that. I understand the going through financial struggle, but I also am a person who understands when it's good to pay for a program that works, for help that you need. I myself have gone to life coaches. I myself have taken classes. That's why I'm able to be here talking to you today about how to fix your life and how to help you because I've done it myself. I've been there. And you don't have to go broke trying to do things to fix yourself, to help yourself and to fix your life. You don't. You don't have to go broke. It's taking the first steps to find something, tools that will help you get yourself back on the right track. And whether that is taking a class like Love Your Life, which is a one-time payment of $88. Well, what would $88 mean if your life completely changed for the better for the rest of your life? It's not a very big investment when you think about it. Or booking a coaching session. Like, what would that mean? It's a one-time payment, but it would be you getting tools that would help you change things for the rest of your life. How awesome is that? I have not regretted any money that I've ever spent healing myself and making myself a better person. It's always been money well spent because it's changed my life in drastic ways. It hasn't simply been, oh, well, I'm a little more positive nowadays. No, it has totally flipped my life around in an awesome way. It's called me to my tribe, to my purpose in life, all of those things. So many exciting and amazing things happening to me that wouldn't have happened had I not decided that I was worth the investment. I was worth the time and the money spent healing my inner wounds and making myself better. 
And what kept coming up for me was I needed to heal my heart chakra. I needed to open my heart space. And that's one thing that I still work on to this day. I still, every day, I do something to open that heart space a little bit more. I'm working on it. And I am always going to be a work in progress because I always feel like I can be a little bit better than the day before. And I love that. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's an awesome thing. And that's what I strive to do in my life. So if you are hoping to find the love of your life, or if you're with someone you love, but you just want to be a little bit happier, work on yourself. Work on that self-love, the self-worth. You can find mantras and you can find meditations. Those are all great But for me personally, it took actually working with a mentor who said to me, this is what you need. She connected to my energy and my higher self. And that's what I do as well. I connect to your energy and to your higher self. And I just ask, what does this person need? What does this person need to help them live their best life, to be so happy? And if it's a coaching session, You tell me what your goals are and I connect to your higher self and we figure out what do you need to do? What are the steps you need to take to help you on your path to get you to your goals, to help you live the life you absolutely love? And I would absolutely love to work with all of you. So don't sit there and and think, I can't do anything I'm a victim in life. You're not. There are people out there who can help you. I can help you. And I am absolutely honored to be able to help you by doing this podcast. I love being here for you all every day. And I want to thank you to those of you who reach out and send me. You guys send me such amazing messages of gratitude and I absolutely am humbled and honored to receive those messages. So thank you so much for sending them to me because you really do make my day. You do. I love doing this, but to have people reach out and say thank you because it does help means a lot. So I want to thank you to those of you who I have people on a regular basis who reach out. I want to thank you for that. You guys know who you are. I love you guys and everyone for listening. Thank you. I want to pull a card for you today before you leave to help you. And I decided to pull one from the Romance Angels deck because we were talking about love and finding love, which it was really kind of a message that was all over the place. I find that sometimes my podcasts are like that because I am guided to talk about the things that I talk about. So sometimes spirits like go this way and go that way. So I feel like some days my messages are kind of all over the place, but I feel like it reaches people and they hear what they need to hear. And that is what really matters. So the card that I pulled is deception. Someone is wearing a false mask in this relationship. Now I think that this has a lot of meanings. And one thing And this relationship doesn't have to be a romantic one. It could be someone you're dealing with and maybe be, uh, excuse me, trying to talk here. Maybe it is someone that you're having difficulties with right now. Maybe you're not seeing eye to eye or maybe you're just not really speaking to this person. 
And what this card tells me when it comes up is that one of you isn't being honest about your feelings. You're not really expressing yourself. You're not speaking your truth. And this is saying that you need to speak your truth. So I don't know if it's you or the person you're dealing with, but you just need to be honest and have honest conversations and really tell this person how you're feeling. Because right now, you're both confused. You don't know what the other person is thinking or feeling. And it's very stressful. It's causing anxiety and worry. And the universe is saying right now, you need to just be open and honest. Lay your feelings all out there. You can do it in a way that isn't hurtful. If there's something you need to get off your chest, just be honest. You can ask Archangel Gabriel and Archangel Raguel for the words that you need to help express yourself so that you're fully heard and that the words are heard with the intent that you mean them. So the other person takes your words the right way. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a review for me if you wouldn't mind. Please also share it with your friends. Word of mouth is really, that has been the best way that you can compliment me is by sharing this with others. So I really appreciate those of you who do that. If you want to work with me, check out my website, melissaoatman.com. Don't forget to put the full address there. If you click on the link in my um, description of this podcast, it'll take you straight to my website. There you will see all of the services that I offer, how you can work with me. And then also, if you email me, we can set up your session. So you can pay online or you can just email me. Some people prefer doing that. That's fine. I understand. If you're not a tech-savvy person, I get it. You can simply email me because I can send you an invoice that you can pay online. So just reach out. If you want to work with me and you're not sure how, reach out. You can call me, text me, email me at melissaoatman77 at gmail.com. You can reach out through one of my social media sites. All of my information is in the description to the podcast. You can follow me. Please follow me. I love meeting new people on social media. I also post every day positive affirmations for you. And join me on my Facebook Lives Mondays at 530 Central where I will do a free card reading for you. You can now purchase my Divine Whispers deck. Again, go online. Once you go online and purchase it, I will order your deck and it will come straight to your house. So you can do all of that on my website. And I will be running some specials for the holidays for, um, for Reiki and for coaching. So think about that because this could be a nice gift for someone else. And I can do gift certificates. So you can inquire about that as well. As always, thank you for joining me. If you subscribe to my website, you will receive a free morning and evening meditation just for subscribing as my gift to you. I love you guys, and I hope that you have a fabulous day, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.